welcome back to another episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. I am your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you, whether you are listening to our podcast via favorite podcast streaming platforms, or if you are tuning into our YouTube channel, welcome all of you warriors. Um, I don't know about you, but I am so excited for this new year. I know last week we talked about just how awesome this new year is going to be, and I am just expectant of what God wants to do. If you are on Facebook, our church actually focusing on prayer this whole month of January, and you can catch a live corporate prayer just about 25-30 minutes long um, each night on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday during the month of January as we are starting corporate prayer. We are going to be focusing on different areas of prayer such as family, uh, marriage, unity, just different things, uh, even some of uh, healing for chronic illness. So we want to encourage you to tune in there. It is First Assembly of God in Raceland, Kentucky on Facebook. And um, if you are tuning into our podcast today and it has truly just been a uh, encouragement to your life this year that you've been listening, or maybe you're a brand new listener, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you like and share and comment the video or the podcast episode. It helps get more of the Word of God out to all. Today, I want to talk to you specifically about a declaration for the dwellers. Many of us may be even struggling today with just feeling alone and not knowing what this year is going to entail. But I want to encourage you today, warriors, you are not alone. And that God uses those times of feeling alone and feeling misunderstood as a way to bring forth growth in your life. So if you are ready, let's get started. Every year, Christians all across the nation, all across the world, we pray and we seek God for a new year, right? For 2023 this year. And there's something special. There's something significant about a new year. It's a blank slate. It's a clean slate, a time of new beginnings. And many people, including myself, we even ask God to give them a word for the year or a focus that is going to define their year, right? Because God's all-knowing. So it's always interesting to just see what word or what scripture he puts in my heart or or what focus he wants me to work on, right? Or things that I know that I need in my life that is, that is deeper, that will get me uh, growing and going deeper in the word of God. And so and in my prayer time with God lately, I've really just felt a stirring in my spirit that God is wanting me to get rid of distractions this year, whether it's people, things, um, responsibilities maybe that I need to just let go of um, and, and draw near to Him. And the word dwell has truly been something that just playing over and over and over in my in my head. And, and I really just believe that God is wanting me and wanting you to be dwellers, to live, to breathe in him, to reside in him, to be sustained by the most high this year, even more so than we've ever been before. You see the year, this year, I want to dwell with God in a different way. I don't know if maybe you're listening today and you're saying, yes, Lauren, I feel that. I feel that I want to be closer than I ever have been. And it's not necessarily because I feel like 
and it's not necessarily because of one certain reason. I believe that there's just so much happening in this world today. There's so much happening in my own family and in ministry and even the promises of God that I've be I am believing the Lord to bring to pass in my life, whether it's now, whether it's soon or later. I believe God is wanting people that are willing to be closer than they ever have been before because that is the place where he can use us the most. That is the place where he can see, he can bring forth the greatest growth. The power, there is power in dwelling in secret with God without distraction and alone with God. I'm reminded of many people who spent significant time alone in their lives. No best friends, no spouse, no people they could turn to. They were significant people that God used in the word of God and even now. And, and they were alone. They learned a lot about being with God because they had no one else. Moses, who spent the majority of his life in isolation, his early days spent in reed baskets on the Nile, he fled from Pharaoh to become a lowly, reclusive shepherd, and then he spent 40 days on a mountain with God, alone. I think of John, who spent a fair amount of time in social isolation, especially at the end of his life. He... He was, if you look towards the end of his life, not only did he dedicate his life and, and follow Jesus and, and was a disciple of God, but he especially was in isolation when Rome banished him to the island of Patmos where God revealed to him the most significant prophetic word of, for our future, revelation. Some probably thought he was crazy, but as it turns out, his legacy still lives on today. I mean, we are still talking about it. We're still reading it. We're still studying the very prophetic word of God that he gave John. And it was only an isolation. It was only on that island alone with no people in sight where God truly revealed to him even further, even more of his purpose. Even he gave him more insight and wisdom than he had ever gotten before. And we are still using it today. We're still doing it today. And Jesus endured some of the worst social isolation ever by also going into the wilderness and spending 40 days in the wilderness, uh, starving, no food, no water, nothing, and being tempted by Satan. And so that is right at the beginning of his ministry. And we can see that in this isolation period, he was with God. He was going into the Holy Spirit, leads him into the wilderness. And in this time of isolation that we might even say, man, I, I could not survive that. That is, this isolation made him stronger because he was one with God. He was at this moment with God. And if you look at his ministry after this moment of this wilderness period, he goes into ministry and he was seldom alone. He had crowds and crowds of people following him. And honestly, I always th I even think like if you look at Jesus's ministry, he oftentimes had to sneak away early in the morning or late at night to be have time one-on-one -on -one with God to speak to his father. And I honestly think I wonder if he even ever missed those 40 days that he had 
alone with God, maybe without the starva starvation and tempting, but you know what I mean? Like those times of with God and maybe you're listening to me today and, and you can remember a time you were alone and praying for opportunity or praying for a spouse, praying for these things, friendship, um, things that you you have now, these things that you, you are so grateful for. I, I'm not saying don't be grateful for them, but we can often remember times of our lives where we were alone in isolation. And that was whenever God stretched us the most. That's whenever God really brought throughout brought in us growth that that now we can see who we are now because of that because of the isolation because of the time we had alone and we dwelled in the presence of God in those times alone that's what made us who we are today being dwellers is what made us who we are today Today, I want to tell you about another person, but specifically, I want us to focus on this prophet today. Today, I want to tell you about a prophet who spent significant time alone. Prophet Jeremiah, and also referred to by many people as the weeping prophet because he had nothing. He had nobody. He had family, but they, they turned against him and walked away. He truly had no one. He didn't have a spouse. He didn't have friends. He was a prophet of God called into ministry, called with this amazing anointing upon his life, and he had no one. He had no one to turn to. He had nothing. His family hated him and deserted him. All he had was God. And I was reading and I was reading this in Jeremiah and Jeremiah was totally alone and lived in isolation with God. But his journey doesn't stop there. Even in the pain he went through, Jeremiah, God used him for amazing things because he only had God. He dwelled and lived in God. And I want to read something to you today. A declaration for the dwellers. For those of you warriors that are struggling right now, that are trying to figure out what this new year is going to bring, let me give you a perspective. That God does not, his first goal in your life is not to take you to these places. His first goal is for us to focus and to simply be satisfied in him. To simply want to be with Him. To simply want to dwell and live in Him. That's my prayer today. That is my desire for you today is that you would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That you would dwell and choose Him. That He would be enough for you. I know it's harder. It's, it's easier said than done. I know that it's easier said than done. But when we get to that place that it's like, God, I'm okay if I don't have friends right now. I'm okay if you don't have a spouse right now. I'm okay if I don't have these desires of my heart right now because I know you can fulfill if it's in your will. You can satisfy these desires of my heart if it is in your plan and will, God. But let me... That my desire solely is to be a vessel for you, Lord. I want that for you too, warrior. I think the greatest growth we can see in our lives is when we truly are content and satisfied in being a dweller 
and living and dwelling in God, dwelling in the word, dwelling in wisdom, dwelling in worship, waiting upon God, abiding in him. That's when we can hear him clearer is when we abide in him, when we can see the plan easier, it's abiding in him, when we can fit feel our heart warming and healing when we can feel those wounds those old wounds of our hearts healing it's when we abide in him dwelling in God and if you look in Jeremiah chapter 1 as they're having this interaction as Jesus as God is having this interaction with Jeremiah and Jeremiah is saying I'm too young God you you don't see you don't understand. I'm too young. And God says, don't say you're too young. And God even gives him visions. And he says, listen, I'm going to show you you're able. I'm going to show you you're able. This scripture is amazing to me. It's amazing. I encourage you to read it all. All of chapter one, for sure. The whole book of Jeremiah is encouraging. But in this interaction, God even proves to Jeremiah, listen, it doesn't matter how young you are or how unqualified you may feel. Let me show you. And he gives him these visions and Jeremiah and God asks him, what do you see? And Jeremiah tells him correctly what he sees. And God is saying, yes, see, see, I've called you for a reason. See, I have anointed you for a reason. And some of you today need to be reminded that there's been things even in the past couple weeks of this new year, even in the past seven or eight days of this new year, God's already showed you, you are qualified because of him. You are anointed because of him. There is nothing in your past, present, or future that can change the fact that he can use you. Stop telling God no because you're scared of what he can do in you because you feel like you're so unqualified and, and he could find so much, someone so much better when truly he's asked you to do this. Maybe you're saying, God, I have nothing. I have no spouse. I have no friends. I have nothing to my name and you're asking me to do this. You're asking me to be something of significance. You're asking me to give hope to people when I feel hopeless. But God is saying, let me prove to you. God is telling you today, he will prove to you. You're called. He will prove to you you're anointed. He will give you dreams and visions to show you that he is not a liar. He is going to show you who you are in him when you dwell in him. Jeremiah was with God because he truly had nobody else. He dwelled because that's really all he had was God. Part of me has the desire that God, if you need to take things from me, if you need to take things from me to show me I need you more, do it, God. My desire and my heart and my soul longs for more of him and more of relationship with God. And sometimes it's in those times of life when we have nothing and nobody that we truly see all we need is him. All we need is God. So at the end of this interaction with God and with Jeremiah, at the end of chapter 1 and verse 7, 
This is what the Lord says to him. And I want to declare this as a declaration for you dwellers, for all of you warriors out there that are saying, Lauren, this is what my heart is saying. I agree with you. If you are in agreement with me today that you long to dwell with God, that you want to linger in his presence, when you want to pray and seek his face and live in him in a, in a greater way than you've ever lived with him before, if you want his desires to be your desires, if you want his thoughts to be your thoughts, his words to come out of your mouth and not your words, if that is your desire today, this is a declaration for you. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 7, it says, Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Do not be terrified of what God has shown you you will do. Do not be afraid of what this new season and new year is to bring, even if maybe you've been traumatized by all the bad that's happened the last few years. God is saying, do not fear where I will take you. Do not fear the palaces and the kings and priests and all these people that have such high titles, do not be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of what power they may hold, but trust God. Trust him. Some of you that are listening to me, God is about to open a door and take you into a place you never thought you would see yourself standing in. A room you never thought God would ever take you in that you feel unqualified among so many people of titles and so many people of of different ministries, but God is saying, do not be afraid of what I've prepared for you, but trust him. He's made you a fortified city that even when people come up against you, even when the enemy comes against you, and as you do, as you, and as you seek God, the enemy will come against you. Harder than you've ever seen him before. Do not be dismayed, daughter. Do not be dismayed and fearful of what God is going to do in you. But I'm telling you, dwellers and warriors, if you will choose to dwell in him, he will bring to pass every dream and every promise he has set out to do in your life. Be Jeremiah's that even when you feel unqualified, even if you feel too young or too old, whatever your excuse may be, let God breathe new life into you. Let him bring new vision into your soul and let him show you you are not finished yet, sister. You are not finished yet. Your war may have just been begun, but he will make you a fortified city. Whatever you're facing today, whatever you're struggling with today, God will not let it overcome you, but he will satisfy you. He will bring forth 
everything your heart desires if you choose to dwell in him. That is my heart's desire this year. God, take me every bit of discouraging thought, every bit of distraction I've carried from last year or the years before. Take it from me, God. Take it from me. Let me be a new creation daily. Get yourself ready, warriors. Stand up and say to them whatever God commands you. Be a Jeremiah, a prophet, even in your weeping, giving the word of the Lord strongly and boldly before whoever he sets up an audience with. Wherever, whatever room he may take you into. Do not let anyone or any, anything make you feel disqualified. Because if God takes you there, he will bring forth fruit and growth through you. Today, as we close this message, I want to pray with you. Specifically, that God would... Bring forth every ordained placement and every ordained moment of your life and that you will not be afraid of what God has for you. You will not be afraid of what is to come, but that you will be like Jeremiah. You will be a dweller with God. You will dwell and abide in the word and abide in worship and abide with him. Let his presence be the thing you long for every day. Let's pray. God, I thank you for these warriors, these women, Lord, that have chosen to seek after your face, God. And, and God, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, Lord, that you have the power to make the impossible possible, Lord. So I ask you, God, that you will strengthen every woman, every warrior that is listening to the sound of my voice, God, that they will be encouraged to be a dweller in the house of the Lord, God, that they will dwell and abide in your word, abide in your presence, God. Let them, Lord, desire greater things from you, Lord, God, greater relationship with you this year, Lord, and help them to know whatever room you take them to, God, whoever you set them in front of God. It doesn't matter if they have, if the person in front of them has more qualifications or, or even more ministry background, God, that you will provide what you have set out and ordained for them to have, God. Lord, I pray that these women, these warriors will get up from the ashes and get up from where they have been sitting, Lord. And stand firm on you, God. Stand firm on the word. And to be bold as lions, God. Speaking your word boldly to whoever you tell them to. I thank you for these warriors, God. I thank you for these warriors and who they are and their families represented. And God, I pray you will anoint and bless them, God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I pray that this message has met you where you are, that you will reminisce on these words all week long until we meet again. Remember Jeremiah chapter one, read that, read the scriptures. I pray that God goes ahead of you and anoints your steps. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. Love you, friends.